Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Woo, here we go. What's going on, uh, besties? We're, we're back. It's Danny J. And it's Jill Coleman. And I am back on the IG because I had to promote some shit. So I had to- <laughs> Dude, I saw you're back on. And I was like, I hit you up and I was like, what, you're not going to make an announcement that you're back? I was enjoying being gone. And then I had um, committed to some brand and some other podcast that I need to promote them. And I was like, fuck, I have to promote them somehow. So I got back on, but I just doing stories. I haven't posted. But anyway, we're back. Welcome. Maybe as soon as did I promote it, it in your, did anyone email you to tell you to come back on? No, oh, hardly anyone that. noticed. That was that's the, the call thing. to action in the last, in the last episode. <laughs> oh, that's right. I should check my email you. I should Danny check my spam. I'll check my back spam. on, but we just, I think it just dropped a couple days ago, but that's that was fun. That was a funny episode. We got some good <laughs> feedback on it. actually <laughs> we did. And actually we got, um, a couple reader questions, which I'm excited about. So this one, I didn't ask listener if I, questions, listener reader, you know, Mm-hmm. Stuck in the blogging days, <laughs> still an old lady. <laughs> um, we, I didn't ask if I could say her name, so I'm not going to, but she said, I need an episode on long-term in quotes, healthy relationship post-divorce like Jeff and Woody. And then she remembered his name was Keith. Um, are they perfect? Or she said like, are Jeff and Keith perfect? Is there stuff that you accept about someone late in life? Uh, relationship. Please talk more about this. Also love the episode on sensitivity and just would love to hear more about this in general. Mm. And when she said, are Jeff and Keith perfect? I like cackled. So I was like, (laughs) I mean, we're perfect. (laughs) We're definitely perfect. So first off, if we gave you that impression, please shoot me now because that's not, um, it's interesting. So dating, you know, dating after divorce, and episodes on long-term healthy relationships after divorce. I think this is a great episode, especially even for people who are married, because sometimes the grass is greener, right? Mm -hmm. Like you see your friends going through divorce and maybe you're seeing the struggle, but then they're like having their glow up and like getting sexy and in shape and they're dating and they're having fun. And when I was first uh, dating one of my best friends, I was, I was out with her and her husband reached out to me and he was angry and he was like, just cause you're having fun. Doesn't mean you need to like encourage my wife. And I was like, Whoa, I'm not cur- encouraging her to leave you or do anything of the sort. And so this is such a great episode for both people going through divorce or who have gone through divorce, maybe dating and looking for that next long-term relationship and a good conversation for people who are married, who are like, am I missing out on something? Mm-hmm. So to first answer the question, are Jeff and Keith perfect? Uh, Obviously, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is heavily sarcastic. Um, yeah, post relationship or long term relationships after marriage. Like, and I'm just gonna like I'm already going into this. So yeah, let's go. It's very different, and I feel like, and not necessarily in a good way, but there's um there's a luster or a naivety that's gone. So while I feel like this relationship out of you know out of marriage my marriage was one way. This relationship is another way. It's not 
by any means better. It's different. And in a lot of things, a lot of ways more frustrating. I was thinking about this on the toilet, actually. I was going, there's a lot of things more frustrating in a new relationship because I kind of had my old ways with my old partner and how things were and how I knew things to be. And so you're with a new person, regardless, anytime you're with a new person, there's a lot of just things you have to learn. But one of the things that makes my relationship with Jeff really different is we started out from a completely different place where we came from something long-term that ended by betrayal. And so we were coming with broken pieces and kind of a mess. And so we had to start off going really deep, really fast and having a lot of issues around trust that I never had in my marriage. And so in some ways I feel like it kind of sucks because we didn't get to start off on like this fun place, like I did in my marriage in my twenties, but in another, on the other side of it, it allows us a deeper um, connection and ha- we have deeper conversations, but there's just a lot of, there are a lot of differences. So anyway, those mm-hmm. are just my first initial thoughts. So mm-hmm. I want to hear your first thoughts. You know, on that. It's, I, I love that. And I think it's, you know, I don't know if the grass is, I don't think the grass is greener on either way. I think I've made sense of dating long-term in long-term relationship post marriage as you're just a different person. So mm-hmm. I don't know if this is because most of us maybe find our partner and get married in our twenties. I think that's really common or we, you know, at least even if we get married in our thirties, we, you know, maybe found the person in our twenties, start dating them in our twenties. And you don't, I hate to say it, but like, you don't have a lot else going on in your twenties. You know, you're literally just going out with friends, you know, you're starting your career. You, maybe you're still, maybe you're in school still or grad school, whatever. Um, but you don't know who you are yet. So you kind of find this other person who doesn't know who they are and you sort of, come together in a way that's like, you look at the other person for hope, like, Ooh, maybe, you know, maybe together we can create a life together. The difference for me post marriage is I got a life. I got a complete life right Mm -hmm. now. I don't have, you know, like I have my own complete life. I have a career. I have like, I have all the things. So I'm not looking for necessarily not only am I not looking for it, but I don't actually don't want it. I don't want someone to quote, complete me or to be like, not that I want to build a life with somebody and, and have that time, but it's more like, I'm actually good. And I know Keith was good before we started dating as well. So I think that's maybe the difference for me is that post-divorce, I I don't know if it's because you're post-divorce or because you're older, to be Mm -hmm. honest. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of it just comes from maturing as a person. So now being like, when I met Keith, I was 36, 37. Um, and I was a fully formed sort of individual. I wanted a relationship only so that I could enhance the, uh, the uh, already great life I had as a single person, you know? So I think when you're maybe in your first marriage or if it's in your twenties necessarily, and maybe if someone's listening to this, who's maybe found their like Mr. You know, perfect partner in their thirties or later, maybe you feel a little bit differently, but I feel like in your twenties, there's not, you're, you don't know who you are quite yet. You don't have a lot of success in other areas necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, you know, for me, I don't know if it's because it's post-divorce and I'm a little bit more, what's the word? Like, I don't want to say, um, like, like you said, a little, not like a jaded, but just not looking for the relationship to necessarily complete me. Yeah. I'm a lot more, what's the word? Um, like fully formed or yeah, and I'm also yeah. just like not as picky, like in a yeah. way, you know, like I'm kind of like, I don't really need someone to be my everything. I just don't. Whereas I think in my marriage, it was very much like this person picked me and like we chose each other and we're gonna create this life together, whatever. And now I'm like, I want to be with someone who enhances my already great single life. I think that's where it is. And if this person is probably not going to be, and I also think sometimes you just 
like, I remember getting married being like, this is my, like, I hit the fucking jackpot with this person, you know? And now I see, especially having dated a good amount after my divorce, like there's a lot of people I probably could have built a life with, you know, like I probably could have been happy enough with, um, and that's not taking anything from Keith. He's great. And we, you know, but we've certainly had our definitely challenged, like even as you're older, Keith. And so just for people who don't know this, Keith was actually single for like seven, eight years before he started dating. So he was definitely in that like single mentality, mm-hmm. single dude, bachelor lifestyle, whatever. Whereas I had already had the experience of like living with someone, building a life with someone, you know, uh, like literally being married. So, you know, we had a lot of those kind of things at the beginning that we always didn't match up on. Cause we had just come from different experiences. I mean, shit, maybe you should ask Keith if, if I'm the one for him, but like, yeah, I think we both did, you know, we came together because we have a great time together and enhances both of our situations before we started dating. Yeah. I like what you said that it could be cause you're divorced or older. Cause I would imagine, and we have friends who, um, who have been married since they were 19, 20 years old, and now they're 40. And I would guess if we were to question them that they are completely different people in their relationships, different too. So I think that you can within a marriage also upgrade your marriage and upgrade yourselves and re fall in love with the same person and realizing that you're both different people too. And a lot of times as we upgrade in whether it's maturity or age, we end up not refalling in love with that person or falling out of love with that person. And that's why the divorces happen. And so I don't, I definitely just wouldn't say that the, the next time around it's perfect for sure. In fact, more than anything, I probably say I, unfortunately for Jeff, I probably pick apart things and, and more picky about things because of what happened that I'm just like, maybe I'm too freaked out that things aren't, I don't want to say like wasting my time, but I guess it is wasting my time. So Mm -hmm. a lot of things early on, you know, where maybe in an earlier relationship in my twenties, I would go on and not notice things for two or three years that are flags, red flags. Maybe (laughs) those are things I'm like trying to pull out immediately in Mm -hmm. the relationships that I, when I started dating after being single, so I could just read them out quicker. I think that's, uh, that's a valid too. It's like you come into, or if you've been married, especially if you went through like divorce or infidelity, whatever, like you just understand relationships in general better. So Mm -hmm. it, you know, you are having conversations about personal preferences and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff earlier in the relationship, because not number one, you're fine alone. Also, that's a big thing. And number two, you are really trying to figure out like, is this going to work or, you know, not, is there someone better? I don't think it's that it's just like, cool. Like, is this going to work? Like, so Keith and I are actually going, this is actually timely because we're sort of talking about this recently. He's very laid back, like very laid back to the point where he like literally never has any frustrations with me, like just doesn't ever have any, like doesn't bring anything up, doesn't. And I don't know if that's just, he really doesn't, or he just doesn't feel, you know, like he can bring something up to me or whatever. We've had this conversation and I'm literally like, no news is bad news. Whereas Mm. he's like, no news is good news. Mm. Right. So like he goes, well, if things are good between us and like, I don't have any, you know, frustrations or we're not having any arguments or we're not having any like, you know, uh, miscommunication or things that are going wrong, that's good. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But also how is (laughs) that possible? Right. So that was one of the things that we've been talking about recently is I'm like, I don't mind having a difficult conversation or like arguing about something. Like if we're arguing, then I, at least I know your preferences, you know? So we, been working through that. And he's just like, I don't know what to tell you. I can't make up shit to tell you I'm upset about. I'm like, yeah. So, you know, I think 
post-divorce, I also think not that you settle, but I think you don't need someone to be your perfect person. You know what I mean? Because you just go, what are the things that I really do need in a relationship? I think you're way more discerning after you're married. You're like way more discerning. Like, yes, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is, you know, and so I I don't know. Definitely not perfect, but also I think maybe this person is asking, do you make concessions? Mm -hmm. And I think that you probably do, but they don't feel like concessions. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, oh, it's okay that they're not like, I don't know, like, I don't know, maybe the dad bought or something like, yeah. you're like, yeah, they're not like a, like a yeah. six pack 24 year old dude. So you are like, yeah, but I realize this is a, you know, 40 year old man. Yeah. Probably not going to have the body of a 25 year old, you know? So it's not, it's a concession. It's just, I don't know. I don't say it. Maybe it's depressing. It's like fucking just real realistic. I like that. I mean, it's like, it's not settling, but I think you're, you're choosing your battles in a way. It's like, it's like maybe as a parent totally. and you've raised kids and then you notice well, maybe this is a, an example in my brain. My parents raised me. They were so just strict and like, there were so many things that were such a big deal, but with their grandkids, they're like, so chill. <laughs> like, what? I, I could not have gotten away with all the stuff that they, do, that they do. And they're just, I think as they matured and grew up, they would look back at how they parented and they're like, that wasn't such a big deal. And so I think with m- being married and then going into the next relationship, there's certain things where I'm like, this is not a battle I'm willing to deal with anymore. And it's not that I'm settling or just like letting, it's just like letting stuff go. It's, it's not sweating the small stuff. You're like, all right, is that like you said with the dad bot, is this person kind, loving puts me first does like, does all of these things, but, but he's bald. It's like, am I going to choose to get rid of all of those things and overlook all the good stuff or just find like a really hot dude who treats me like shit. And so I think that we tend to, in our twenties, overlook some of the red flags for the vanity and the hotness and like how that feels and a little bit older, you're starting to see how they treat other people, how they treat you versus how maybe they look and, Mm -hmm. and those kind of things. And then even, Mm -hmm. and even like maybe a job, um, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the things are like, if you're working for yourself, if you're making your own money, some of those things aren't going to matter as much either. Now, like for me, it's all about ambition. So not to say that and I actually used to say this when we lived in LA that I wouldn't date a personal trainer because they were just trying to be actors. (laughs) But I think there's, there's certain people where it's like their job, if they're a hardworking person and they, they're dedicated and they're, you know, whatever they're doing, if, if it's not like a quote job, you love, you're like, Oh, they work at Walmart. But if they work at Walmart and they're like, doing their best and going for it. And maybe they're trying to get to the next level or they're reading books at home and they're like building a business on the side. You can look at things a little bit differently. And so I think it's just having a little more perspective. And I do think it's part of just being older and not necessarily being divorced. I think the divorce part, I just got a DM today. Um, a guy that was trying to date me a couple of years ago, he just had a, he's, he, I made a post about like knowing when to let go or something. And he was like, I needed this today because I had a traumatic experience with a woman I'm dating on new year's. And I was like, you should never use traumatic in an experience when you're dating somebody. And it sounds like you definitely need to let go. And what happened was he came out to see her and she was with some friends and one of her friends was Russian. And I guess he speaks Russian. So he started talking to the friend in Russian and the girl started freaking out and being, and going, see what, see what's happening here. See what's happening here. Like as if he was flirting with her because they were speaking in Russian too long. And obviously like that was probably a cool connection. Like he got to, he's a white guy trying to use his language skills. She probably thinks it's cool because she doesn't get a chance to speak in her language, but the girl's obvious insecurity popped out. And she told him to go home and he lives 
600 miles away. Wow. So yeah, that's definitely a projection. And I'm definitely, by the way, and I think you are too, I think both of us are very aware that it would be very easy for us to project yes. our previous experiences on our current partners. And I'm constantly trying to check that. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to say post-divorce relationships being perfect. It can actually be a lot worse for a lot of people. I'm in a group and I think you're in the group too, although I don't know if you pay attention much, the unwed group. Um, there's a lot, it's like, um, a group for people who are divorced or never been married and kind of a support group. And a lot of people go in there with just issues they're having in dating and, and you'll see a lot of the insecurities coming out and it sucks because when you are betrayed, it does bring up a lot of your insecurities. So it's, it challenges you to deal with that stuff and getting a divorce doesn't fix what is happening. Like if you are leaving a relationship, even if it was quote, the other person's problem or their fault, if you don't deal with your own stuff, you're just going to go into the next relationship and cause the same, you're going to get the same results just with a different person. So dating and starting long-term relationships after a very long relationship, I think has its own unique set of challenges definitely not easier and definitely not perfect. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for me, a lot of the, unfortunately, a lot of the like magic and excitement was gone because of the trauma that happened from the previous marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was interesting. I actually posted something yesterday on Twitter and on Instagram, and it was basically a whole kind of line of thinking around, like, you don't just have the perfect relationship. You do the internal work yeah. to become someone that you can be proud of first and feel worthy first. And you double down on you as an individual, and then you let the chips fall in terms of how that's perceived. And I think that that idea is working on yourself and becoming your best version of you, whatever that looks like is definitely an older person's thing. You know, I think it's definitely mm -hmm. like thirties, forties beyond maybe even a divorced person's thing. Right. Because I don't know about you, but I was never thinking about, I need to be the right person to be in a relationship in my twenties. <laughs> never. Like I was just like, I'm amazing. Who wants me? Like, <laughs> I'm like a league, like, you know, it, it, yeah. it was Danny, it's funny because Danny and I have talked about that. I know it's like obnoxious to say, but I remember when you and I both were single in LA and I was like, dude, I don't even know what fucking league I'm in anymore. Yeah. You know, but like, uh, like when I was younger, I was definitely like, you know, I was, I was like being a league. I was like 24 years old, right. In shape, whatever. Yeah. And now after going through, like, literally, I can't even tell you what it feels like. And if you guys are listening to this, you get it, what it feels like to be rejected by the person that you love the most in the world. Like you don't that feeling and you can't even like conceptualize that feeling until you, if you go through it and the reverberations of it, right. You're just like, yeah, I am literally the worst person. If you mm -hmm. get rejected in a way and in infidelity, you know, you're just like, God, do I have any fucking worth? Can yeah. I offer anything to anybody? So what you come into your maybe marriage feeling like on top of the world and like, so just, wow, like we're so lucky we found each other. And like, we're just so excited. Then you go through divorce and you literally can take your self-esteem comes down so many notches. And I know that's like just, I mean, I can say that it's really vulnerable to say that, but also it's like, that's the truth. And I want to say that because I think there are probably people listening who feel that way. And I want, you to know, it's valid. Like you can be, you know, successful. And, and I remember, I don't know if you remember this, remember the first time I, I told you 
that my husband who you knew, Mm -hmm. um, had an affair. And the first thing you said, but you're so successful. You're so Mm -hmm. pretty. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. And that makes you feel even worse. Cause you're like, I am all those things. So when you're after a divorce, you literally, your self-esteem is sort of in the toilet until you decide to do the work. Yeah. And that's where yes, doing the work to become the person that you're proud of first and foremost, and then see who that attracts. I don't really think that's, that definitely wasn't something that in my marriage or or looking for my first relationship, I was ever thinking about. No. When you brought it up, I'm like, yeah, I never thought of that kind of thing. (laughs) And I never thought about how to attract someone because people were just naturally attracted to you. And when you're that age, it's kind of like, I mean, it's like even hormones in high school, like everyone's looking to hook up or be with somebody. So when you're later in your thirties and people are already in they're already in pairs. Yeah. Yeah. So you're starting to go, I need to make myself attractive. I need to feel attractive. I need to be attractive. I need to find people where in your twenties, you you just just attractive. You just put your arm out, (laughs) close your eyes, spin around, point your finger and you open it and someone's there. So (laughs) it's too easy. It's too easy. Mm -hmm. So I definitely never thought about who I needed to be and what kind of person I needed to attract. I just, you just were, you just, you just, just were attractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just knew you were. Yeah. And so I do think that really to answer your question, relationships are definitely different post-divorce, especially post uh, infidelity. And I don't, they're not worse. They're just different. And then, different. but also your expectations are different. You know, I think when you are married, especially your first marriage, you assume that that person is going to complete you assume that you know, it's really exciting. And I don't think anyone ever gets married ever thinking that it's going to go sideways. And we hear the statistics, you know, 50% of marriages end in divorce and we never think it's going to be us. We're like, well, people don't know the connection that we have. Mm -hmm. And like, that's exactly how I felt, you know? And it's not to say that you should be on high alert or that you should be hypervigilant. It just means that you're a different person post-divorce. So the way you show up in relationship is just going to be naturally different. And I also think that as you get older, people are set in their ways more, way more. I'm set in my ways more. He's set in his ways more, you know, so not everything is going to be like, Oh, we're on the same page all the time. And I think also it's good because as someone who's older, you probably have more communication skills than you had in your first marriage too. That's what I was going to say was actually the more difficult part was being said in ways. There are certain things that I just do that. I was used to in my marriage that I, I don't know. It's funny because so in my marriage, I was the one with ADD and in this relationship, Jeff is the one with ADD. So it freaks me out that I'm the one with the focus and this, we have gotten ourselves in trouble a couple of times where we both don't remember where we parked and we're been lost. <laughs> And I was like, this does not work. You're like, Hey man, I'm the one with ADD in this relationship. (laughs) So, I mean, we were at one place where we were going up the elevator, up and down, running around the parking lot. I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Why weren't you paying attention? And I'm getting pissed. (laughs) I remember my marriage. I used to joke that my ex-husband would hold my brain. I'm like, you just keep my brain. You tell me where to go and what to do. And so around here, (laughs) fucking keys. I don't know where they are. I don't know where we've parked. I'm like, things take longer to get out. And I'm like, how am I supposed to be the adult here? I used to have an, I was married to an adult. Now we're like (laughs) equals and he might be worse. And so it just has its own set of challenges. It's a different person, different challenge. Mm -hmm. And my ex used to be so frustrated with me being messy and keeping my side of the bed clean. I remember we had this one instance where I was like, how can I like honor you in our relationship? And he said, can you just keep your side of the bed clean? So I started doing that and doing it really well. Well, now I go in our room, like my room now, 
motherfuckers got his side of the bed all messy and mine's clean. And I'm starting to think I need you to keep your side of the bed clean. <laughs> I'm like projecting what my ex did to me onto him. And it's just, it's really interesting. Like the things that used to bother my ex-husband don't bother him, but mm-hmm. now they start to bother me. Cause I was so mm-hmm. hypervigilant about trying to be mm-hmm. cleaner and, and keep things nice. And I'm like, wow, this is just so different. It's so it's different. So interesting. I know. <laughs> I know. And you know, in, in a lot of ways, I think I sort of went the opposite way. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people do this in their yeah. next relationship, you know? Um, I think even without knowing it, right. I don't think they're like consciously like trying to find someone, but I think I personally went in like complete opposite direction in this relationship. And it's working and it's great. You know, there's definitely things that I feel like I don't have any more that I had, but then there's all, all these new things that I have that I didn't have my marriage. So I do think to your point about picking and choosing your battles. And then also at the end of the day, just like knowing it, there's a deep knowing that I'm good on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm good single. I'm good on my own. I'm good. And that's not to say that's not a defense mechanism. That's just like truly my reality being single for three years and having to figure it out and doing all that stuff. Whereas when I was married, the idea that I wouldn't be with my husband was like, I couldn't even have fathomed it. Like, are you kidding me? Like that would never ha- like, it just wasn't even on my radar. Now I'm like, Hey, these are two fully formed individuals making a conscious daily choice to be together. We don't have kids. So there's not like that to keep us together. Right. So that's why it's important that we're constantly, consistently, consciously choosing each other, you know, and we have that conversation kind of a lot. So yeah, same. I mean, I can't tell you how many times we've only had this dog for a month and a half, but I'm like, if we broke up, who gets the dog? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you do definitely. (laughs) So we, you know, there are things that I would have never considered like when we got divorced, I wasn't ever thinking about if we split up, who gets the dogs and air fryer. I wonder who gets that. (laughs) I mean, those are the things that I think about now that I didn't think of before and that are constantly running in my mind where, and it's not to say that that I'm planning my exit, but it does does cross my mind now that didn't used to before. I never thought about what would happen and how will we split our things? Because I didn't think that we would ever split going into a new relationship. My first thought is like, okay, when we do that, when we, any decision I make, if we make this decision, you know, if we sign a lease together, who, what's going to happen if we split, if we get a dog, what's going to happen if we split, like any big choices, my brain is running through those, those scenarios now. And mm-hmm. so it I think sucks, the difference is like, like from like a, a metaphorical standpoint, I think I didn't have like a life raft or like a light vest in my mm-hmm. marriage. You know, now mm-hmm. I feel like I have a life vest. Like I'm like, oh, like, this is great. And also I know yeah. how to do it by myself too. Mm-hmm. Well, I really liked this conversation. Thank you for DMing us and asking this question. Cause it's kind of fun to talk about. And also we've been, we've been in our relationships now three years, you are three years plus I'm almost three years. So we have a little bit more experience now. It is technically more long-term where maybe when we started this podcast, we just barely started dating these dudes. So God, I'm actually like low key, a little embarrassed at some of the earlier podcasts <laughs> of when I was like, just starting to date Keith <laughs> a little bit. Maybe I'm, that's, I'm and maybe listen. that was like someone who was in a long-term relationship listened to those episodes, but well, you know, we are who we are and we learn as we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. I would, I'm honestly, I can tell you like, Hey dude, we're 40. No regrets. No regrets. All right. Y'all. Well, let us know whether you're married or not, if this helped, if it did not, what do you think still? And I'm really curious about people who are married, their thoughts on this, if they ever feel 
that the grass is greener or they're looking outside because they think things can change. Or if you've had a shift in your marriage where you're with the same person, but you guys are not the same people. Mm -hmm. And I really think that that's actually pretty common, but, or maybe you're changing and you're trying to figure out how do we both get on the same page again Mm -hmm. and let us know how you do it. Yep. That'd be great. All right, you guys. Well, we will see you soon. If you have not left us a rating and a review, that would be a huge, huge favor to us. Uh, You guys are listening right now on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. All you need to do is click off this episode, go to the podcast page and leave a couple sentences telling us uh, that you have enjoyed. Actually, we've been getting a lot of feedback lately on the, the recent episodes, which I think is kind of funny because we haven't had any guests on, but um, listening back to them, it feels like it's really relatable. We've talked recently a lot about social media, the pandemic, um, a burnout, pausing, all that kind of stuff. So we have been getting really good feedback and we have been on a regular schedule again. So if you guys love the podcast or if you, uh, you know, appreciate us doing some of the episodes we've been doing, it would be a huge favor to us as a thank you to go ahead and leave a rating and review for us. It's, we always love reading them and they're always useful to people who are looking for a podcast to listen to. You guys are the best. We appreciate you. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. See ya.